0: Welcome, strangers, to Talkumentary, <laughs> where we watch documentaries and then get together and talk about them.
1: Excuse me, though, friend. Can I talk to you for a moment? Did you hear about the, the local urban legend called Talkumentary? Well... Tell me, what does Talkumentary look like?
2: I heard it's a humanoid frog and it walks on two legs... And it goes around, and it's, it's big, and it's six feet tall. It walks on two legs like a man. And it hides out next to the interstate on the marsh. And it tries to get the kids out of the cars on com- the interstate.
1: It comes after kids. After the kids. What makes it so scary, though?
2: It's a frog. <laughs> it's a human-sized frog. It's Fair a frog. Enough. It walks on two legs like a man. It's a frog. How and about... it's got the it's got the gullet like a frog. And I think it swallows the kids.
1: <laughs> what is this documentary that everyone's talking about?
2: Well, it looks kinda like
3: May, only looks um more like a gremlin. Ugh. And it's got one of those broody uh funeral veils, kinda like La Yorona. Yorona, I think is how you say so it. So what
1: may what makes documentary so scary?
3: Well, um, on top of that, uh, well, I People say I am easily annoyable. I hate things, lots of them. Documentary goes after the people that do things that I hate.
1: So documentary is your best friend. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You you there over on the other side. Uh, what is this documentary everyone's talking about? What does it look like? like Booty Freak Freddy. <laughs> Looks like Booty Freak Freddy. Booty
4: Freak Freddy. Freak Freddy. I have to get all the kids You got to look out for him because he might be hiding behind a tree or a twig or something. What makes him so scary? What does he do? He's dark. He's dark. And his eyes are white. And his teeth are gleamy. I think he got a (laughs) fro. But I don't know. They say booty fake is quiet. You can't turn your back and don't go that way.
1: I was going to be grab snatch, and that'll be it. All right, Brian, what about you? (laughs) What would you hear about documentary? What does it look like? I heard Talkie Mary just
0: looks like a dirty trucker driving around eating all that gas station food and then he uses his pants as napkins. Oh just rubs his hands all over himself and that's the a messed up thing to do.
1: That's disgusting. Who does he come after?
0: Well I've heard that he just gets jealous because how he died was that he got super backed up and so he died on the toilet because all of his hemis popped and he lost all that blood. And so he gets super jealous. Of anybody who can go into a truck gas station and have a normal bowel movement without you know blowing it up for about fifteen minutes. So, if you stay in your bathroom stall for more than fifteen minutes, then you end up dying.
1: Oh, well, I heard that documentary goes through the woods wearing a white cape with a with a with got got yellow teeth, feeds on the souls of people who use their speakerphone all the time when they're talking on the phone. And like anyone else wants to hear that shit. Oh yeah, he's a seven foot tall badger with yellow teeth. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Proof that the horror of documentary is as real as our imaginations allow it to be, thus giving it more power than it has ever deserved. Welcome everyone to episode number 36 of documentary. I am your parasitic ghostwriter of a host, Jeff Kalaski. Happy Halloween, everybody.
5: Hey, <laughs> Happy Halloween. <Hi>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. We are only a couple days away from Halloween, and if you're watching on our YouTube feed, that's why it sounds like I'm talking through a mask, because I am. Uh, but it's coming off now, so that you can actually hear me. But it will sit... Right here, hang on.
2: In spirit, <sighs> oh God, oh jeez.
1: There go. There's my head. My head is now on the table. So we know all our listeners are that are out there have been uh, getting their costumes together just like we did, and they're buying up all the bulk candy to hand out to trick or treaters, and they're brushing up on their spooky spooky documentaries just like the one we watched <laughs> for this episode. Let's meet our crew for this evening down here in the dungeon with me, all dressed up in their disgustingly spooky costumes.
2: So spooked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To my left, we have the white witch herself.
2: The bitchy witchy. The the, the
1: bitchy witchy. Good golly, Miss Molly. What's up, Molly?
2: Oh, you know, just here vibing, being a bitch, being a witch,
1: you know. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Across from me over there. Oh, Captain Blackbeard himself, dressed <laughs> in his royal regalia, King James, aka Blackbeard. What's up, James? What's up? Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> arr,
2: arr, my goodness. What's up, pi- pirate's favorite letter, James? I mean, Captain. F- R. No, it's C, cause his love is the sea.
4: Oh, <laughs> ah. uh. oh my gullet! You got it right there, Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you got me, lassie, and. All the way from Grey Gardens herself, dressed up as little 80, my sister and the conjurer of all spiritual things for this (laughs) evening, my sister, Lauren Kolaski. Hi, sister. Hi. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: So here we are, and we got together. We brought our medium, my sister, and if you look back here, we have... This old-timey radio, which is going to serve as our spirit box for this evening. Uh, What we're going to do is Lauren is going to help us try to communicate through the airwaves from entities from the great beyond. And you'll be happy to know that just a little bit earlier, we made some contact. We have with us on the line right now, one half of the duo behind the hilarious and entertaining podcast called Berated B-Rated Movies. I welcome into the realm this evening... Mr. Brian, I don't know your last name, but hey, Brian.
0: Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, Brian. Brian, thanks for
1: being here, man.
0: No, it's awesome. Really appreciate you you know, reaching out and asking me to come on.
1: For sure, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, tell us, what, what is berated B-rated movies? I mean, I know because I listen now. I'm a, I'm a fan now, but tell our listeners what that is.
0: No, so what it is, is my buddy Anthony and I, we watch indie films. And we basically narrate and make jokes throughout the movie. Um, Reason being, yeah, we just started watching, you know, everybody watches the Hollywood movies and everything, but they started getting kind of stale. And so we started doing indie films where there's, I always compare indie films and Hollywood films like college basketball, NBA basketball, because in college, you're trying to get to that next level. So you're throwing all your stuff out there. You know, there's so much more dunks and everything in college basketball than there is in the NBA because as soon as you get to that NBA status, you're like, okay, I made it. I can just sit back and relax now. So as soon as you get to that Hollywood status, that's where you start slowing down. And so we just love indie films and start watching indie films and talking about them
1: cool We're talking yeah about i love we know that, about
3: talking, that. About them.
1: Yeah. talking about it <laughs> that's, that's why i thought you might be interested in doing this with us like, you know obviously we watch movies too and we talk about them but it's a different type of movie different type of show but i thought it worked well for for our episode this evening um i'm getting a certain smell coming from our spirit box over here what are you drinking there sir
0: <laughs> um just some good old-fashioned uh bacardi Nice, right,
4: <laughs> yeah. right? My favorite. Oh,
2: I thought it wasn't mixed for a second. McCarty, I was like, "You are one. a savage man, yeah.
0: <laughs> just... No, I wish I would have. I wish I would have known. I would have dressed up as something instead of just like a homeless bum drinking. You know, and so like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I thought uh, I thought you were dressed up as as your urban legend. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, the guy <laughs> the in the trucker the with the emerald. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, Dirty Carl. I think that's his name, but it was.
1: Uh, anyway thanks again for being here man Uh, looking forward to some of your commentary on this documentary Uh, before we go any further I'm going to get a few things out of the way please go out rate and review our podcast on your favorite podcast streaming services let us know what you think of our show uh, if you're liking the fact that we're doing video now, give us a thumbs up on YouTube or whatever you want to do. Mm. If you want to connect to our crew, look for us at Documentary Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or you can email us at documentary at gmail.com. This week, we traveled all the way to Little Edie's home in New York.
5: <laughs> but we
1: went to Staten Island to be... Staten Island. <laughs> Staten Island.
3: You keep going Irish. (laughs) I know. I'm trying
1: trying really hard here. Uh...
2: Staten Island.
1: (laughs) We went to take a look at a boogeyman-like urban legend thought to live in, under, or around an abandoned mental hospital in the woods of Staten Island that may have been more true than one would like to believe. The truth, my friends, is more terrifying. Where I just lost my spot. Oh, my God. (laughs)
4: the truth is more
1: terrifying the truth my friends (laughs) is terrifying terrifying. we watched Cropsey Cropsey. Cropsey. this 84 minute documentary from 2009 starts off as an examination of the creepy urban legend named Cropsey but quickly segues into the story of Andre Rand a convicted child kidnapper whose suspected crimes in the 70s and 80s may have inspired or been blamed on Cropsey here is the trailer.
6: safety, I will not go. Do you think they're all around us? my god.
7: About 15 buildings here have been abandoned for quite some time. They did a lot of searching for the kids here. Specifically for Jennifer and I believe Holly Ann.
6: Growing up on Staten Island, Barbara and I had often heard the legend of Cropsy. You're supposed to have a hook, kind of an axe,
4: a knife about this big.
3: Cropsey was the escaped mental patient who lived in the tunnels beneath the old abandoned Willowbrook Mental Institution, who would come out late at night, snatch children off the streets.
0: I have never, I would have never guessed there were the amount of weirdos living on Staten Island. It might be somebody on your block. It might be somebody you work with. You know, here's this guy going around picking off
6: these kids.
7: I can imagine how other parents, even if your kid's gone for an hour, I can imagine how they must feel. You know, that's
6: probably the, one of the last things that you ever think about, that somebody would take your daughter. It
2: seemed like everywhere I went, there were people out in the woods
3: looking for that little girl.
6: It's no question if we were going to find her, we definitely were going to find her.
4: She thinks we're picking at dead children's bones.
1: We just want closure on this. that's so- all. What was that? I heard something. Look down there. Look down there. Look down
3: there. It's scary because we have a boogeyman living on Staten Island all those years.
7: That image forced a lot of people to say, that is the killer. There's no reason for him to exist anywhere else, you know, other than jail. We had the same questions that you're asking me. Why did he do this? What set him off? It's sort of like putting a puzzle together. You know, he likes to be the center of attention, the keeper of the secrets. So I think it'd be great if you could speak for your What if we just do safety?
6: Audio. I will not go on. Do you think they're all around us? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God.
0: I think he's possessed. I really think that he is demonized and possessed.
1: All right, so... Cropsy, what did you guys think of this documentary, James? Do you like this one, man? Uh, I like the beginning of it. Okay, you know, yeah. but it,
4: it turned out to be okay.
1: Sister, were you, you into this one? I mean, this kind of the reason you're here is because I know you like spooky shit, and, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I'm
3: into it. I'm into the true crime aspect of it. I'm also into the kind of spooky aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I wish they would have gone farther with the urban legend part, though. Yep.
4: Exactly. Just,
3: I mean, that's so much cooler. And. You know, to be honest, if they just would have like explored that abandoned hospital and
1: that's a documentary all on its own, I would have
3: so been into that. But yeah, Yeah. it was all right. I liked it. I watched it twice. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I had to watch it again today because the first time I didn't take any notes or anything. And then
2: I left my
1: notes, so it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> Molly, are you into this one at all?
2: Yeah, I, I liked this one. I also, since it's only 84 minutes, I feel like they could have done some more with the right. Hospital, Cryptid, kind of urban legend mm. stuff. I love Cryptids. I I'm think it's so
1: yeah. fun. Yeah, me too. So. I'm, I'm starting to appreciate the shorter documentaries. Yeah, I, <laughs> I
2: know, same. <laughs> like, yeah. I
1: like a nice, long, in-depth documentary, right. but especially when I'm taking notes and stuff, the short ones, Like I yeah. like when it gets to the point. Mm. Yeah. Brian, yeah, this one up your it. alley at all, at all, man?
0: Yes, 100%. Like. The the whole documentary is like it goes into kind of like the indie films too, where it gets more like serious. Like everybody knows that Freddy's not real. However, like when you start getting these like uh, these stories that are true, then it starts just messing with you even more because you're like, God damn! If I did ever move to how you say it, Staten Island, out But if you ever move move over there, don't have kids because it's you know that's just the scarier part of it. So really,
1: yeah. Yeah. I w I was bummed with this one. So at the very beginning, they showed one of the production companies called Gravitas Ventures. And if you listen to the show, they had they were involved in two of the documentaries we've already watched for this show. One being uh the sleepless unrest and the other being the blackout experience exper- experiments. Mm. And those ones were all bark and no bite. They were made Mm -hmm. to be like super scary, but they ended up being super corny and not very good. Thankfully though, this one took a much different approach to the documentary and ended up being what I thought to be a lot better than those other two. Uh, so that was kind of refreshing. Uh, This one was directed by Joshua Zeman and Barbara Brancaccio, written by Joshua Zeman, produced by Josh Zeman, Barbara Brancaccio, and Zachary Mortensen. This film was an Antidote Films, After Hour Productions, Ghost Robot, Off Hollywood Pictures, and Gravitas Ventures production. Distributed by Cinema Purgatorio and Breaking Glass Pictures. We stream this on Amazon Prime Video or Tubi. Uh, Cropsy is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with a 91% tomato meter with 46 reviews and an audience score of 61% with over 2,500 ratings, which is a lot better than a lot, some of our documentaries have had. <laughs> uh, here's a couple of those reviews. A fresh review from someone named Perry Nimeroff of Cinema Blend says, begins as a documentation of terrible legend but evolves into a true story of a monster, and that's what makes croppy, cropsy, croppy, <laughs> cropsy downright frightening. And a rotten review by Nick Shager of Slant Magazine says, The portentous narration and manipulative horror film aesthetics turn what might have been a portrait of a boogeyman, myth-lingering societal role, into merely Oodie. a crude episode of 48 hours. So whatever, whatever, Nick Shager. Fuck you, man. Um, anyway. Boogie man, I just like boogies. Yeah, boogie man, you got boogies uh, We'll have a link to the credit information in the show notes uh, Let's get into it What do you say?
3: Um, I sp- say yes. Sp- yes I also say yes
1: All in favor? Aye,
2: Aye.
3: This Aye. is your spoiler Aye. alert Aye. So
1: if you want to go see this before we watch it Go watch it, come back We'll be here waiting First
2: Come hang out, watch Crappie yeah, watch Cropsy with fame. us. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about why we chose to watch Cropsy this week. Being that this is our Halloween episode, we wanted to do something spooky. As I've mentioned before, I pretty much choose these documentaries based only on uh, the name and the cover, <laughs> the cover art, the description, which you know that that's going to be in some of these cases the best part of the documentary. We
2: do in fact judge a book by its cover. We judge, yeah we, we do judge docs by its cover hundred yep. percent you have yep. to. to you have to <laughs> and and she Brian made. does made that too game.
1: I'm pretty sure because the last the two episodes that I've listened to most recently which was murder size which shows a bunch of people from the 80s in like uh like 80s like workout gear. <laughs> Uh, leotards and whatnot, which was pretty sweet, and then uh, bone jangles, which is is a guy through a mask, kind of like what, what I just name. had on. Yeah. Wait
3: bone a minute, jangles. so <laughs> wait, is it is it B rated B rated horror movies?
1: B rated, B rated. I know,
3: but do movies. you watch? Are they all horror movies?
0: Uh, for the most part, they are. We've done some uh, horror comedies as well.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah. Have you done? Did you do Tapehead?
0: Yes, we to- we spoke to Tapehead.
3: I really. Oh, <laughs> oh my
5: god. Okay.
1: Cool. You'll have to check I'm gonna out. have it's to. Pretty, yeah, it's yeah I'm gonna cool. have to
3: watch. Or <laughs> you, got listen, yep. you gotta listen. Whatever. You gotta
5: listen. Yep.
1: Um. So I think this did it for us. You know, for our Halloween episode. I think this this kind of scratched the spooky itch mm-hmm. enough for me. Anyway, maybe not for you know. Captain Blackbeard over there who's already falling asleep. No, I'm not falling asleep. It, it, just listen to this. You know, this this might have not been scary scary, you know, you don't get the jump scares, you don't, you know, but right. it's a documentary. I mean, what do you want? Yeah. Uh, wanna be- but it but it sure is creepy to think about what could have been going on in those woods and around mm. that old hospital. Like that's fucking nuts. Well,
2: also sometimes it's more scary to listen to what people do in real life than in horror movies, when you know it's made up and fake, right. sometimes yeah. it's like, Oh my god, yeah, can't have kids now, can't move to Staten Island now. Well, I don't know <laughs> why Not that anyone... I was planning on it, but
1: I, after watching this one film, I would never want to move to Staten Island, <laughs>
2: no,
3: you especially what they were it. yeah, <laughs> especially what have... I didn't know the, about the whole world's biggest dumping ground or whatever, like, yeah, trash no. dump. Mm. I had no idea, first of all, ill, yeah, gross, right. <laughs> and second of all, like, <laughs> how creepy.
4: Yep, yeah, we do know where the biggest uh, garbage patch is oh, in the, the ocean—the
1: the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's big. What do you say, Brian? Texas?
0: Oh, I was just wondering, like, if that's really true, or if they were just saying that Staten Island as a as a complete hole. The actual island is just trash.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know.
3: I have no idea. I've never heard anything like that. Yeah, but they, no. they
1: showed pictures of like actual garbage yeah. dumps, though. So that's kind of nuts. You know, was this? Let's start with Brian. Did this when we told you what you what we were watching? Did this uh, what kind of predictions did you have, and did the film live up to it? So,
0: yes, it did live up to it. So, my biggest thing, like, so I lived in this town when I was in high school and college, and right next to it was an Indian reservation. And so, Indian reservations they have their own stories of like you know water babies. And stuff like that. And so when this documentary where it's like, no, this is a real thing that happened in Staten Island, I was like, holy shit. Like, it's going to be amazing to actually hear like real stories that people have actually lived through to hear it. And so it was a great choice, man. Like, thank you for letting me be on this one for this
1: one. I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. <laughs> uh, keep going. Huge.
0: <laughs> no, that's it. So I promise I'm not trying to cut anybody off. But no, it really, like, we always say, like try to put yourself in those people's shoes and then they would make that movie or the documentary, like a hundred percent scarier, you know? And so that's the whole thing. We're like, now you're going to Staten Island. And then there's this person that potentially is going through the woods. And especially when they were showing like that big huge part of the island, that it was all the hospitals and the tuberculosis wards, everything like that, like good God, like that alone is. Yeah.
1: So, you know, for for me, I def I think I think Lauren, I think you mentioned this earlier. I definitely expected this to be more about Cropsy the Legend. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: I mean, that's the name of it. Right. And, right.
1: and it's not so much about that. I mean, it only lasts on that for a couple minutes Yeah. Yeah, before, it's right
3: away. Yeah, before yeah. it
1: goes right into this is Andre Rand and he could have been Cropsy, mm-hmm. you know, or attributed to or part of the lore, which which to me still makes a really good documentary. Yeah. But if there was a prediction that I had that I was a little disappointed in, I think this could have been two separate documentaries. You probably didn't have to even call this one Cropsy, mm-hmm. but it that's all right. Um, so some details about the, the documentary real quick. I'll go through these, and then we'll get into some of our favorite and least favorite parts. Zeman and Brancaccio's objective was to bring the distinct elements into one overarching narrative – the oral tradition of urban legends, the mystery of several missing children from the region, the courtroom drama, the search for the roots of Staten Island's obsession with the case, and the, community, and the, <laughs> the community's need for catharsis. When filming began, Zeman and Brancaccio sent Andre Rand a letter. Rand was serving 25 years sentence for the 1988 kidnapping of Jennifer Schweigert. After not receiving a response for... <coughs> <laughs> approximately a month, they decided to visit Rand directly at Rikers. Uh, on the day they were going to Rikers, they received the reply. After a series of letter exchanges, Rand agrees to an interview. However, by the time the filmmakers agreed or arrived at the prison, Rand had changed his mind and declined to be interviewed. The film also features extensive archival news footage and interviews with families of missing children who some believe Rand kidnapped or killed. Police investigators into those crimes who suspect Rand may have accomplices and Rand's defense attorneys who dispute the accuracy of allegations against their client. Andre Rand's court case on the 2000, on 2000, in 2004 did not start until four years after his indictment, which was one of the longest pre-trial motions in New York State history. The culmination of the film alludes to indicting Rand which became controversial, blah, blah, fucking blah. So let's talk about what stood out about this documentary to us. There was a lot of weird shit in this one, a lot of creepy shit in this one. Uh, Lauren. Yes. What stood out? What was something, something or some things to you that you liked, you hated, something that stood out to you about this doc?
3: Yeah. Um. I thought a couple things that I thought were really interesting. First of all, his perp walk. Can we talk about yes. that? Because oh that was God. so creepy. That was probably the yes. scariest part to me. Yeah, was yep. how he his eyes all bugged out and yes. he's drooling, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this guy really this crazy, or is he just is this an act? Like, right. what right. is happening? Yeah, the and eyes I mean, were real. I like yeah. I had to
2: look away because I was just like yep. off put. I was like, I yes. feel like he's staring into my soul.
3: And another thing that I thought was really creepy was was that really this man's hand. Writing,
1: it was perfect yeah like that is yeah
3: psycho right it yeah it was it looked like a font yeah it was, it was crazy It was
2: beautiful yep
3: <laughs> i know well and then um another thing that i thought was really interesting was how they were talking about um they were kind of trying to figure out why he would do something like this and mm-hmm. when they were talking about because when he's at that willowbrook place yeah. man that stuff was I mean, Geraldo settled down with the R-word, okay? Right. right. Yep. But... That was my that, least favorite part, exactly. I will say, but... Yep. But that was, like, watching the footage from that, and I've seen that before, but watching yeah. the footage from that and then hearing them say that he might have been trying to put some of these kids that were a little bit slower out of their, out of misery, their misery, for what, lack what of a better can, way yeah, of what saying it. what he
1: considered to be a misery-filled life that... You know how could parents possibly want, right. yeah, and 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 all that. So and he
3: saw how they were treated in that facility, which right. obviously wasn't how these this sweet little what's her name Jennifer, Jennifer, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, she her mom obviously loved her and right. took care of her, but he saw the the disability and thought, yep. well, he she must be being mistreated. Right. So, <laughs> so, I don't know how how true that is. Yeah. But.
1: So since you're on that point, um, I think. Probably the the most horrific part of this whole documentary was their showing uh, of what it was like inside Willowbrook State School or Willowbrook Mm -hmm. Hospital. Yeah, the actual video. So I actually have a a clip from that uh, that I'm going to play. But I will give a warning to anyone listening. This is a clip from the 1970s. There are there's some language, some slurs that Mm. Lauren was talking about that may be considered offensive. So please don't take this as documentary feeling that this is appropriate. But um, this was, in my opinion, the most, you know, chilling part of the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
7: on the floor naked and smeared with their own feces they were making a pitiful sound a kind of mournful wail that it's impossible for me to forget this is what it looked like this is what it sounded like but how can i tell you about the way it smelled it smelled of filth it smelled of disease and it smelled of death congressman mario biaggi had planned an official tour of the facility for 10 o'clock in the morning but By this time, wary of what I felt were attempts on the part of the Department of Mental Hygiene to make the situation look better than it really was, my camera crew and I got there two hours before that. As the hour of the official tour approached, bundles of clothing were brought in for the children and the process of cleaning up was begun. Even so, none of these cosmetic changes could do much to improve the place.
6: There are thousands there like that, uh,
7: not going to school, sitting
6: on the ward all day, not being talked to by anyone only one or two or three people to take care of seventy people on the ward sharing the same toilet contracting the same diseases together one hundred percent of patients at Willowbrook uh, contract hepatitis within six uh, months of being in the institution most patients at some time in their life have uh... parasites the incidence of uh, pneumonias and, uh... is greater than any uh, other group of people that i think exist in this country uh, Trauma is severe because these patients are left together on a ward, 70 retarded people, uh, basically unattended, uh, fighting for a small scrap of paper on the floor to play with, uh, fighting for the attention of the attendants who are overworked, trying to clean them, uh, feed them, clothe them, and if possible, pay a little attention to them and work with them and develop their intelligence. But what in fact happens is that they go downhill.
7: The attendants tried to care for their wards, but were simply overwhelmed. The attendant to patient ratio, which should be about 4 to 1, dropped to 30 or 40 to 1. And the average feeding time per patient, which should be 20 or 30 minutes, went down to 2 and 3 minutes.
6: All these patients do is sit during the day. Uh, They're not kept uh, occupied. Uh, Their life is just uh, hours and hours of endless nothing to do, no one to talk to. No expectations, just a, a, an endless life of misery and, and filth.
1: So this is the stuff that nightmares are made of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing scarier than the sound of this is actually watching that video. So yeah. I, I, obviously, I don't think we're going to be putting the actual video on on. On here, but if you want to see, see something absolutely horrific, which I don't recommend doing, <laughs> go on YouTube and look up Geraldo's expose of Willowbrook because it's mm-hmm. fucking awful. Or watch this documentary because you see it.
0: <laughs> Can I throw something in real quick about uh, one of my favorite parts that involved Geraldo in this movie? So, if you pay attention, when they start walking to when they start walking to the hospital, he like jumps up and like tries to jump over something, like clicks his heels. Like, he just fucking won the lottery. Dude, I'm 100% serious. Rewatch that part. Rewatch just that part. Like, he jumps up, he's like, i and like, that's a little fucking tape like that to his ankles.
1: That's going to get me my own talk yeah. show. And, yeah.
2: Look what I yeah, did, Geraldo you guys. blew up after that. Yeah, he right? sure
1: did. This was his kind of, his introduction into, you know, journalism. Yeah. Now. Anyway, so... I yeah. So if there was a place, though, that, that a Cropsey urgent le- urban legend was going to develop, I mm. mean, this is the place yeah. that it would happen. So Cropsey, they mentioned, is a generic term for a maniac, uh, a term that kind of Boy Scouts, campers, things like that would, would use to scare each other. And like we mentioned earlier, Staten Island was known as the place that people dumped their garbage, whether it was little, literal garbage or, you know, rumors of the mafia taking their, you know, their hits, I guess, to to Staten Island to dump them. Uh, and then when they where they dumped they're mentally ill. It's just so damn sad. But you know, those are the things that make urban legends. Those creepy ass hospitals. It's
2: just a culmination of yeah. unwell. Yeah. <laughs> unwell. Yeah. Well, and then when you put a
3: Boy Scout camp so close to an abandoned no, T exactly. B hospital, right. are what you do kidding you me? Exactly. I mean, how cool. Can you imagine how scary <laughs> uh, that camp out must have been? And probably. Can you imagine awesome. how awesome the yeah, <laughs> right. no kidding? Like the campfire like stories and stuff 100%. would be amazing. They, you've got well, the, you you've got know you'd the have camp counselors walking them by yes. there and jumping out and scaring them. Yes. Oh my god, I would have shit myself yeah yep.
0: that's the best way they always have to be ready is that what their like motto is like always be ready or something like that
1: for cropsy to yeah to always be ready you. for
2: tv patients to yeah. <laughs> get yeah. you.
1: um so kid, kid, kids are disappearing unfortunately you know this so isn't sad. isn't an unusual thing in the world you know kids go missing all the time which is fucking awful but for some reason, when Jennifer Schweiger, a 12-year-old girl with Down syndrome, went missing, Staten Island perked up. Uh, mm-hmm. The search began, and fingers began pointing, and most of them pointed directly at a guy named Andre Rand. So he's a real handsome fella. Uh, yep. And
2: I love big beady eyes. Yeah, the, <laughs> and the no teeth, the jutting <laughs> no out, <tea>. the <laughs>
1: jutting out jaw, and the no teeth, and you know,
0: Man, I don't know if you guys ever saw that TV show. Uh, Hey Arnold! That cartoon. Where oh, that the grandpa! grandpa, grandpa. It,
1: yeah. Holy
0: shit! He, he does look just look like, like him. grandpa.
1: <laughs> James, don't agree yeah. like you haven't just been sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Hey>, grandpa! <laughs> hey,
4: grandpa. <laughs> hey, grandpa! Oh, oh, oh yeah! That's me? The grandpa! Yep. Uh, All right, that's me, my
1: matey. So, oh my so he Rand worked part. at the Willowbrook as an orderly for a couple years, and he was afterwards known to sleep in campsites around in the woods, which is just, you know, it's creepy. Unsettling. the epitome of creepy right. motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: How about don't do that? Right.
1: So, and to to speak <laughs> to to Lauren's standout about his perp walk, when they picked him up, they showed up af- and showed him the Geraldo expose mm-hmm. before they pulled him out. And this sent, in, sent him into like, like a stupor like
3: catat- catatonic yeah, yeah. Right. which
1: to me it was like you know that's when he was you know stumbling around and drooling mm. and his eyes rolling out and bugging out like that reminds me of shit from like uh, from horror movies like where right. you know programming and you know the manchurian yeah, yeah the manchurian candidate kind of stuff like show mm-hmm. him this and he's all of a sudden like you know a, a he turns into this weird monster, He's a zombie. Brain yeah, yeah. It was fucking crazy, and-, and
3: and am I wrong in thinking that he was in that video? Because I feel like there was parts of Geraldo's expose where Rand is actually in the video. You know, no I way. wouldn't be surprised. I w- I, I don't watched know. it twice, and I thought I saw him in there. I don't know.
1: If he wasn't, it makes for a better story. If he was, so we're gonna say that he was definitely in those videos. I really saw him in is- those videos
2: for sure. Yeah, I thought he was in there. <laughs> yep,
0: he was. But did you guys? Did you guys again? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. If I did,
2: you didn't <laughs> at all. But, it's just the delay.
0: <laughs> but did you guys notice too? Like when we first started watching the movie, that all the pictures of the missing kids were all special needs children.
1: Mm. yeah and
0: it's like i was like wait a second i was like that can't be and then all of a sudden that sort of kicked into it so yeah was rand only going after special needs kids or was he only or was he just going after any kids that were out there
1: well they, because, they yeah yeah i think they they theorized about that a little bit about whether he was because it sounded like he came from i think i have some notes um hang on
0: and I cut it ahead. You'd be like, Brian, no, no, up no, that's long. perfect.
1: Um, but yeah, but basically, like you know, like they they talked about whether he was like trying to cleanse because he he was raised with a mother who was in mm-hmm. a psychiatric hospital, right? And so he was what what they theorized on, and I don't know if he ever actually came out and said this in all his letters and things like that. He was pretty cryptic in most of mm-hmm. those, but but he. Felt like there's no way that a parent or a society could want a special needs kids. Well, we obviously know that that's not true. But right. he was in a place at Willowbrook where he's like, how could anybody that was loved be sent here Right to be taken quote-unquote care of, mm-hmm. right. you know, like that's not being taken care of. So like what Lauren mentioned earlier, like, was this a mercy thing? Did he feel like he was cleansing and doing Yeah, it's in like almost
2: a feeling of justice and yeah. like making things right, right and helping right. in a weird, bad way. Yourself. An
1: awful way. Yeah. 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 He's doing a great thing. Yeah, yep. right. Um, they ended up finding Jennifer's body about 150 yards from one of his known campsites in a shallow grave after not having found it, found it for the first couple searches. So that mm-hmm. led to all kinds of back and forth about, uh, you know, whether or not Rand was actually the one who did this or just right. a scapegoat for it. Did somebody who was like, "Oh shit, they're blaming yeah. Rand for what I did," and I Let's know he go was ahead over and just here. Keep going. Let's go mm-hmm. rebury that body over here so that they continue to think that it was Rand. Rand. Yeah. And you know, there was no physical evidence. That's the thing that kept coming back from his defense is yes. there was no physical evidence that put him with any of the kids that they found. Right. Now, right. was he convicted? Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. But was
1: that a scapegoat thing? Right. Was that pointing yeah. to put... And that's what keeps the, right. the urban legends alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because you go, Because yeah. it's the
2: drifter.
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. you
2: have no idea. No. We have no concrete evidence uh-uh. nope. of if yes uh-huh. or no.
1: And to this it day kind of- that we know of, Rand is still saying that he didn't do it. Yep. Right.
4: Kind of remind me of Such a Park Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know how? No evidence whatsoever. Right. Even the evidence that showed one trail leading down mm-hmm. to the lady that died
5: mm-hmm.
4: of a raped, not died. That was raped. He mm-hmm. had five guys. Five guys are not going to walk in a single line to right. rape one to
1: rape a lady. Right. Right. You know, but all they had on him was a he was an outsider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was creepy. He mm-hmm. you know was at Willowbrook, and. He could have potentially been, and and, and eyewitnesses, which mm-hmm. we all know how unreliable eyewitnesses are. Eyewitnesses yeah, are.
3: Reliable, right. yeah.
1: and and how you know, confirmation bias. As soon as you decide that somebody is, is guilty, guilty for this, then it keeps coming evil. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and your
2: brain will fill in the gaps right. that mm-hmm. that are left behind to make mm-hmm. it make sense in your brain because we don't like having unanswered questions and concerns and everything. So your brain right. just automatically fills those in mm-hmm.
4: right and the hate the more heinous the crime the more you want it it's like they wanted the thing to end yeah and if oh, you yeah. can find yeah. this person this is ended
1: yeah you put know? closure on this and like hey we got it yeah it doesn't really matter if we actually got the right and person. people mm-hmm. love
3: a
2: crazy story
1: too well, yeah. and like,
3: they were saying like we didn't really think about how it was going to affect our society if we put the wrong person behind bars right. you know like the person's still out there. Like right. more kids are going to end right. up dead, and but we don't care. As long as in our mind we've tricked ourselves into mm-hmm. thinking yep. that yep. we put now away the right safe. person. Yeah. Now yeah. we're I, safe. Yeah.
4: Yep. I checked it out, and to this day they still have kids are missing. They got like six teenagers missing now uh, at the same place. Wow. You oh. know. So do you got the right person? Right. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, and then with something as well known as Cropsy and Rand, like. Do we have copycats? I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you exactly. to talk about. Brian, what were you going to say?
0: I don't know. It's almost that I'm going to have to text somebody say, bring me something. But um, didn't they say that there was the person who had that uh, the purple bike with the basket? Okay, so first off, as an adult man, you shouldn't be driving around a purple bike with a bread basket on it. And that's your first red flag.
2: That's what no. James drives. Uh, okay, noted.
0: <laughs> Let me take note of that. All right. <laughs> I'm going to repaint my bike downstairs after this call, actually. But you can't have a beach cruiser with a bread batch on it. But one of the most creepiest parts, too, and it kind of goes to it. How you guys say there's no evidence of him doing it? Was, remember, they were talking about, and the part that, like, kind of hit me, like, not me personally, because, like, I don't live under fucking ground. But there are fucking – there's an underground community out here in Vegas that lives in the fucking – the what the hell the the tunnels underground the washes no the 100 percent and so when they started showing that scene of the people living underground like out here in vegas there's like generations generations of people who have never seen the sun
2: what documentary can i watch on that
0: right, Is that right? Awesome. we need to
1: watch Seriously. that one perando. that's like the morlocks yeah. from x-men or whatever i don't know <laughs> he has anyone... like
3: alligator people yeah well, yeah oh my
1: god
0: that's and so they have, like, their own, like, government and shit like that underneath the town, but when they were showing, like... Got started. <laughs> when they were showing where Rand was living, when he was, like, oh, he's living underground, and then, like, like here's his mattress and everything, but didn't they say that they had, like, his underwear and, like, a little kid's pair of underwear, yeah. too, underneath yeah, his it, I was like, yeah. That's fucked up.
2: Yeah, it is fucked mm-hmm.
0: up. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and they were saying that, like, he basically was... Uh, I don't want to, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying this, but like, you know how like Epstein had like an island, but these people had like underground. Yeah. Like, he was saying that they were passing his, those little kids around to all those people that live in underground. And I was like, that's fucking,
2: that is, God, I that's, hope that's terrible. Not I hope happening. that's not right. true.
1: So, yeah. And to speak to that, I literally don't know if I've ever heard of a creepier woods that right. ever exists, right? right? So, when they're out there looking around, they're finding remnants of all the people who had been out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Like we said earlier, you put a the the TB ward and the the mental hospital right in the middle of these creepy woods. And, you know, the legends say that when they shut Willowbrook down, which what James was mentioning earlier today when we were talking, that didn't happen until 10 years after the Geraldo expose. Right. 10 Years of people still dealing with that, yep. and even when that happened, they they still you know they rehomed some people, and others just got left to their own devices. Yep,
5: that is and,
1: just you know just released, and, and the legend is. Whether you believe it or not the legend is that some of them may have gone back just out of habit or not knowing what else to do. Yeah, cuz S- where are
3: you supposed to go? Right. Yeah, what right. else are you supposed to do? Like Scarier it's not like you can
1: woods right. do not exist. No, right. Right. Mm-hmm. seriously That's not. It's the scariest yes. fucking thing in the world. Right. What are right. those
2: people supposed to do after being there for so long yeah. and right. you know, being conditioned into the tr- treatment that they received? Right. Like mm-hmm. what what is the alternative?
1: And, yeah, yep. and as horrible oh. as it was, it was, that was home. Right. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's so, not like they're just gonna walk to town and be like, "Oh, I should get a job. Job at this let McDonald's get right now." <laughs> yeah, right. let me just go yeah. ahead and sign this lease really quick. <laughs> right,
4: yeah, believe yeah, it or sure not, we, yeah, had something like that in Omaha.
2: Right, it, they yeah. didn't even yeah. have clothes there. I doubt they were walking out in fucking winter coats. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: They, they closed down a whole psych ward in Omaha. It used to be Lutheran Church. They turned into a psych ward. Oh, seven word? floors. They just set the building down, and the patients went wherever. Oh my God! They were walking around downtown oh for God. like years.
2: Uh, spooky.
1: Yeah. So what's it
2: now?
4: I think it's uh, apartment
1: buildings now. Ugh, that's oh worse.
2: God, that's so scary.
3: So no. when
1: a couple, you know, several months ago, when we watched the sleepless unrest, uh, which partly had to do with. The the woods from the conjuring house, whatever. Mm. Uh, we spoke to <laughs> very,
3: An- loosely. Right. Very, very loosely. Very loosely yeah. loosely.
1: So we spoke to Andrew Milko for that episode who grew mm. up in those woods, and he's like, Yeah, you know, not it's not really that scary. They made it out to be the scariest woods in the world, but you right. know, there's just some cemeteries from old colonial America. Right. But mm-hmm. it's really not that scary. But they're in this film, this just scary. As they're walking around, <laughs> they're finding trays and beds oh, that people so cool. slid in from, I the, go dude, there. from the the psych ward. Like that's truly scary, you know. Yeah. And and we saw teenagers going out there scouting around, which yeah. isn't surprising. It's too real. Because you know that's a scary little gift to the world. But mm-hmm. holy shit, if someone's really out there killing people, that's right. that's fucking intense. I know.
2: I want to go explore.
3: Cause... Oh, a thousand percent curiosity, but like yeah. also I'd
2: be scared shitless. It'd oh, yeah. okay. be in broad
3: daylight. I'd have to go at like 10 a.m. Right. Yep. So <laughs> when they went back to the abandoned buildings mm-hmm. after dark and the lady was like, I'm not going in there. I'm yeah. not going. And yeah. he's like, yeah, and, yeah, and no. then she, and he goes, well, I'm going in there. She's like, well, what am I, su-? she goes, what the fuck <laughs> am I supposed to do? And yeah. you know what? I was like, you're going your ass you're in You're going yeah. in. Yeah. Either you're it
6: staying was her out here by yourself or you're right, going in. It's from better to stay together. Oh
0: my God. How do you have an ideal to not want to go? what would be safer staying out there in the woods or going into that fucked up building? Well,
2: you know what?
3: Neither. Clothes? At least exactly. the buddy
2: system in yeah. the building right. is better Brian,
1: than Brian, being alone. you you watch you watch B-rated horror movies. What's the number one rule that everyone always breaks? Yeah. Don't split up. Don't fucking right. split up, I man.
3: I mean, all you have to do is watch one episode of Scooby-Doo and you know that shit. Exactly. Right. You damn kids. But
0: at the same time, this is real life though. This is real life now. So, what the hell would be safer to be out in the woods by yourself and hopefully your friend doesn't get fucking murked in the hospital? <laughs> or fucking yeah. go into the hospital and then both of you guys get murdered. God.
4: Yeah. Or just I don't be there at all. Yeah, you know? in the
3: woods <laughs> too. You can't you just win. die with your friend. Yeah. I mean, you should definitely go I'm in the building. I'm going in. You only live once. I'm going in. I'm going in. At
0: least, like dab it up with them one last time before you both get murdered right there's oh, the friend
2: that goes in first and oh, she's yeah, like you in. have to come otherwise you're gonna be alone in the woods right and it'll then jeff's the one who's like oh fuck
1: I'll okay like bye yeah um.
2: yeah jeff's like i'm staying out here
3: i'm strapped yeah, yeah. Get i've lucked. got a gun and a flashlight what do you got
0: <laughs> no i think personally i would have gone in i think that indoors would have been less creepy than outdoors if That you know. yeah yep.
3: Yeah animals somehow.
0: man right yeah. animals you don't want to goddamn <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, most well. of this movie was <laughs> was about the trial of Andre Rand and by the end of the movie I was still not convinced one way or the other mm-hmm. if he should actually be locked up obviously I don't know all the stories or the evidence that they put forward uh, all they got was this film but wow it, it I mean to me it's it's crazy and the stuff they did find out about him when they finally put him so he gets you know convicted he gets 25 years to life and then he has to go back on trial for the holly ann hughes disappearance and it's kind of funny how all of a sudden all these people start showing up who were once like addicted to drugs Mm -hmm, and alcohol mm -hmm. and abusers and addicts they claim to be clean and are like oh okay yeah now i remember all these things clearly and they're Mm -hmm. the ones pointing their fingers at rand going he's was around these kids. There's just too much coincidence though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that it's circumstantial. I know that you aren't supposed to build a case around circumstantial evidence, but when so many things point to a direction of one man, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess, what is it? Occam's razor suggests that the simplest solution or answer, whatever is usually the right one. Yep.
0: But did you notice, did you notice though too? Like I put that in my notes about the movie. When they were interviewing that that blonde lady, they said, yeah, that after 17 years, they're coming back. And that lady said that she remembers him offering all of us kids candy, but he was wearing a mask. And they're like, what kind of mask? He's like, oh, it covered his entire face. And she's like, so if he was covering his entire face with a mask, how do you know it was him? Like, I'm not saying that the dude's innocent, but I mean... If that girl who you know clearly has been on meth for like 30 years of her life, yeah, she's been like 32, the testimonials mm-hmm. are
2: not super credible, right. <laughs> yeah. And right. if
1: that's the person who's putting me behind bars, you know, I'm hoping that you don't take that person's word for it, right? right. If I'm the innocent guy, you know, and and unfortunately, Rand was brought up in a part of the country in, in a certain demographic with a certain amount of. You know, uh, what's the word? Uh, opportunity and whatnot. He obviously didn't have the greatest lot in life right. handed to him, so he maybe didn't have the means or the intelligence or whatever. What I don't want to say intelligence because he seemed very articulate when he was writing his letters and right. things oh like that. Oh my gosh! So, so that who we saw in that the letters, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, well, who we saw in the letters was a different person than who we saw drooling and walking around right because mm-hmm. we never heard much from ryan besides a couple words right right which was weird mm-hmm. which then
2: is also weird because like he obviously had a lot of experiences yeah um that caused trauma and ptsd and whatever and so mm-hmm. it's like that what we were talking about earlier like putting it like immediately snap into a stupor like mm-hmm. hypnotized almost right where mm-hmm. you have to like snap him out of it and then you know he's writing these like letters with like to his lawyers, and will only talk to his lawyers. Like there's, there's something mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wh- where's the disconnect of when you bring up?
0: He's yeah. Yes, absolutely. They were saying that he was super smart, and so they don't know like how you were saying like earlier when they arrested him. Like, was he trying to pretend to be like you know having his special needs? And that's why he was drawing himself. Or was it real? But then remember when they um what was it was it right before those people tried to go and talk to him they said all of a sudden his handwriting changed he switched up to a different type of handwriting like what the hell like i can write like i'm ambidextrous but my left hand still looks like my right hand when i write but yeah like you can't just all of a sudden be like oh i'm gonna do this and he starts writing, like, calligraphy. And- I'm
1: not I'm not going to say that, that Andre Rand should be walking the streets because I feel like there's too many things pointing to him. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm also not going to be the one sitting here going that I wish that they wouldn't just put people away for, you know, this right. this sort Gale. of right. evidence. <laughs>
0: We're not going to start a podcast to free Andre Rand or whatever his name was. Yeah. No, fuck that. Start a Twitter no. hashtag.
2: Just kidding, don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but yeah, like I saw that was one of my biggest notes was how they said that uh after 17 years now all of a sudden everybody's memories like oh I remember that
2: oh, now yeah. right. now that I'm sober not and on... who's
1: greasing their pockets yeah. you know? right.
2: right
3: exactly and
1: I and I can't mm-hmm. help but like you know okay so if I go into the back into the world of creating you know lore and adding mm-hmm. things to the story and all that to me it's like Andre Rand's one finger on the fist yeah. he's not the only one out there yeah. he's not the only one doing sketchy things he might be the one taking the the brunt of it right mm-hmm. but if i'm if i'm creating stories here and this is you know not based on any research or anything mm-hmm. like that the group's still out there they're the ones that that is six missing teenagers that he was talking about right. you know and and rand is just the one who's
2: he took the fall for
3: everybody He took the fall. he's the fall, he's yeah. the fall man he's,
1: yeah. he's the scapegoat and mm-hmm. even
2: if he did do it maybe he didn't do everything all of it or right. whatever he so it help. just yeah he yeah. had help yeah. of some sort i mean they already were saying so that is... the mafia drops off bodies there right. so like there's right. obviously some shit going so on th- and getting right. like getting away with it right. right
4: so you think these
1: kids were being sacrificed
2: oh um,
3: don't get me <sighs> started
1: right into the mic please sir oh
4: yes. So do you think these kids are actually being sacrificed? Okay, no.
1: So let's let's <laughs> satanic get on. Panic in yeah, a whole let's talk way. about the satanic yeah, panic God. for a little bit. Yeah, let's get on that. Lauren's one. got
2: feelings. There I was, got yeah, things
1: to I know you say. do, Lauren. There was a big chunk of this film that was claiming that there were satanic rituals and satan worshipers hanging out in these woods that had something to do with the murders. Now, people were claiming that Andre Rand was potentially a part of this. Lauren, before I unleash you, <laughs> I, satanic, not gonna go crazy. satanic panic was bullshit. It yes, was just agreed. a way to scare people. Yes. Um, it was a
2: way to to put blame on something that people could understand. Yeah. It's a way to fear-mongering. say... Fear-mongering. It was fear-mongering. It's fear-mongering yep. and it's a way to say there's something that we don't understand that's really scary and it's hurting our communities and we need to blame it on something so this is what we're blaming it on Mm. and it's uh,
3: poor Lucifer took the poor Lucifer it's huge misunderstanding
2: for my guy Lucy I don't (laughs) yeah
1: James thoughts on on the rituals the (laughs) satanic part I know you've got a different you know, James um, is holding his cross necklace I, in here. As a, just as a reminder to all of our listeners, we bring a diverse group in here with a lot of different beliefs and things like that. James uh does, if if I'm not speaking out of turn, uh, you do uh, have some religious beliefs and things like that. So I am interested in your your take on this portion. Now you mm-hmm. already know that we all just said we think it's bullshit, but not to influence your your uh, what you think about it. You're the one who brought it up, so tell us what you think.
4: Well, I brought it up because I every time they bring up the Satan thing, I'm always like, Oh, okay, what's going on? You know. <laughs> it but like him. I I believe I actually believe it they didn't have nothing to do with it, but they also but they did have the church there. They did have the right. yeah. church there itself. Mm-hmm. And when they asked the guy, uh, do you think they use kids? And he's like, I really not answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he evaded the question. The only thing he had to do is just say no. No. Mm-hmm. Anybody else, and and as that's I've watched the guy,
0: that's
4: what I was saying.
2: that's what I was looking at. The dude.
4: Saying, this dude here, <laughs> yeah. like he might be part of the church. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, I can't say nothing. Yeah, right. uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> might be. Yeah, the you know a lot of creepy people was up in there talking that could have been the murderer. You know what I mean? And the pastor that you know we were just trying to help and get the right answer out of him. <laughs> that sure you was you probably was helping him. You know what's going on?
1: Yeah, and you know, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> so a a a environment like that, the woods, the mm-hmm. the thing like you're mm-hmm. going to attract. Yep all of the certain spirit, crowd. spiritual occult yeah. mm-hmm. type things. Now, mm. I have met several occultists yeah. and most of them are very kind people who mm-hmm. want the best for the people around them. They just don't believe in in any any kind of a god or anything like that. They mm-hmm. believe in more of a uh, we don't have to go that far into it, but what I'm saying is, yeah, you're going to get the group of kids who goes and spray paints pentagrams out there yeah. mm-hmm. and who wants to scare themselves by taking the Ouija board out yeah. and yeah. taking the, yeah. you know, the, Ouija the, board. The, the sand pentagrams, like, mm-hmm. you know, in yeah. the sleepless unrest and things like that that, that go out there <laughs> to Forgot to do that. that right. So, yeah, if if you were to ask me, do I think there's someone out there practicing the occult? Do I think they're necessarily like uh like all encompassed like <laughs> spiritual demon possessed whatever no i i don't think that yeah. but of course i don't put my belief in in any of that mm-hmm. so you know but what i thought was funny or was interesting was so they talked to the one guy besides rand who at one point was a suspect for these disappearances and he said something along the lines of when they show a picture of rand and they say that yes. this guy's a mass murderer. Mm. Yes, somebody's gonna say, "Oh, I can just tell. Yep, I can just tell that mm-hmm. he yes. he's a a bad man." But if you go to someone else who doesn't know who he is and show him that picture and go, "This guy just saved eleven children from a burning building, and he get, feeds the homeless, and he gives all his money away to whatever," someone's gonna say, "Oh, I can just tell he's a good man. I can right. see it in his eyes." That's confirmation bias. Yep. I mean, that's that's exactly what you know is happening when you start bringing in you know the media has such a big role in what happens in these Mm -hmm. situations and when some pastor or preacher or whatever gets on the news and says there are satanic rituals going on in this city and we need to pray (laughs) and have Mm. you know In that voice, too. In that voice, for sure. And there's going to be a large group of people that go, well, that's our trusted leader in our religion. Yes. And he's telling me this. So I... Who am I to not believe that? Well, once and the ball
2: right. starts rolling, it. it's easier yeah. to just let it keep going mm-hmm. than yeah. to stop well, it. And like, I mean, let's
3: be honest—that's a fucking cool story. So cool. If I can, if it I'm seeing papers. in my head that Anton Levay and his fucking buddies right. are out there with their goblets right. and their fucking mm-hmm. knives their sands, and, shit,
2: and shit, like
1: <laughs> their cloaks, sign and their... me up.
2: I will buy a ticket to that. No,
3: 100%. I want to go popcorn. look. Yes. Yeah,
1: fuck popcorn.
2: I want to sneak in there. <laughs> well, and also, it's then also. Well, it's just the Satanists hey, doing this, not, not my average that, Joe you know? neighbor burying <laughs> right. kids. Like exactly. It's, it's the Satanists. It's right. the people who Good. are scary already. That's
1: exact, you're exactly right. And that mm-hmm. was one of the things that hit me hard about this is, I don't remember who said it, but it's a lot, like you just said, I'm just going to repeat it.
2: Fill in the blanks. You have to blame it on something. You
1: have to, w- somebody did this yep. and it's a lot easier for me to go, the creepy guy in the woods <laughs> then my neighbor who who I I his his shovel is in my right. my garage because I buried or I used it to bury you know you know whatever yeah it's a like body mm-hmm. in my backyard. the
2: guy who is next door to you and you wave to when you're mowing lawns right. next to each
3: other I don't want to think that but he yeah, has anything yeah, to do it's,
2: it's not that guy it's but for the, sure not that guy
3: but. but
1: most likely, it's probably that guy. Well, it's the
3: somebody teen, mm-hmm. that's more like your neighbor than yeah, the teenager like wearing Movet. the floor
2: length trench coat is probably, you know, the spookier one yep. that's drawing the pentagrams and killing the people. So,
4: yeah, <laughs> so I just know one thing.
1: Tell us one thing, Jane. I'm gonna
4: tell you one thing.
1: <laughs> tell us
4: black people they don't go in the woods. <laughs> Like they never that split at up. night looking up stuff and trying to find everything. <laughs> uh, is, hey, that is that what you do? That's what you do. But I'm gonna go over here, watch <laughs> a movie, some TV, with all the going lights on. Around, all with the lights on. on. I'm not following you in no dark room. Oh, it's the buddy system. And let's go over there and look and see you. Are you going to go? No, I'm not going to go, but it was your idea. You know, what? Come on now. Yeah. We asked yeah. James to
2: go in the asylum, and he goes, hell no. Nope. Yeah, right.
5: yeah,
2: no. He right. says, heck no, actually. Brian. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. He doesn't say hell.
0: Yeah, but like how they started talking about, like, when they started throwing in that uh, satanic rituals, like, maybe made me think, was it, was it Dave Chappelle? When they are like, oh, like AIDS came from somebody fucking a monkey, and then going out and fucking some chick. And Dave Chappelle's like, I think once you cross that line from fucking the monkey, you don't come back to the other side. Right. <laughs> like they're, they're human, You know, it's so like, I would hope or think that, you know what, if you're into kidnapping and whatever Rand was thinking he was doing, like, you don't cross that line to, like, sacrifice them. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, those are right. two separate, like, yeah. realms of creepiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make
2: yeah. mm-hmm. weird and stick with it. That, right? That's a good
1: point. <laughs> yeah, it like, is you, a good point. You don't- yeah. Like why just because you're into this one creepy, disgusting thing right. doesn't mean you're all of a sudden encompassed with something else that is completely ir- you know irrelevant to what you were doing. Right. Uh, right.
0: But, but like who was it? Who there was another case where like there's a girl who got kidnapped and they just kidnapped her because they wanted her for their own like child. And so like I wouldn't go through all this hard work of like kidnapping somebody just to be like hey, Carl, go ahead. You can have this one and just order that one since I fucking already did the hard work of doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's two... I think there's a, a line that they don't cross. Like, I think both of them. So I think what you guys were saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: but, yep. Too many creepies in one, one scenario right. and we need to limit it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, to talking about Rand, I, I think that the fact that he was never willing to interview with anyone, the fact that he never took the stand, the fact that he was so eager to write the letters and say his piece and be so involved mm. with many of the different parts of this documentary, but wouldn't actually talk in person. Like he kept putting off the interviews and, and canceling last minute. That makes me believe that he was guilty of at least some of the things he was being accused of, yeah. Like whether yeah. he whether he was yep. the one doing all of it. Especially after they revealed about his upbringing with his mother mm-hmm. in the Pilgrim State, uh, which was another psychiatric hospital, yeah. was almost identical to Willowbrook, which yeah. was weird. Right. They were like, "This has the same floor plan." It's like they use the That's same weird. blueprints. It it is part is weird. Weird. Yeah, that was weird. So, talk right. about too many coincidences. I, I just think that this is a story of a boogeyman, and it's mm-hmm. scary as shit. And even the the preacher who mm. who took. Rand in before his trial says that Rand admitted to him that he took Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Now, right. of course, we're just believing this man, but why would he what would What, what would he gain, gain right, from yeah. doing that? He took her because and what he said was he took her because he assumed that her family wouldn't want her. He thought that mentally challenged people couldn't possibly be loved or wanted. So he's mm-hmm. a sick man. Mm-hmm. If those were the things he said or even the things that he thought, he's a right. sick man. Right. I don't really want him around you know,
4: Yep. I find that hard to believe what the preacher said because the, didn't he say it was all on tape? Didn't oh, he say that know. he was taping I him or something know. like that? That's why he was staying with him and stuff because it was secretly taping him, but he didn't want to tell? Mm. I didn't catch oh, I
3: that. Oh, I didn't catch that either. Oh, okay.
4: Well, maybe I missed something because, you know, I was probably asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like you were doing a couple minutes <laughs> ago. <laughs> <you know. laughs> did they he say something about somebody sleeping with, with bodies or something too? With what? Was they sleeping with bodies sleeping with, like, liquifilias? Ooh, oh should
1: talk yeah, into the somebody, microphone when you, yeah! Somebody oh, like,
3: said that, but the, I can't remember what it yeah, was in. Was
1: it I, I think that was just one of the accusations that was was, was thrown things. around. Like yeah, okay. it was if like part of this, the lore. Yeah, if he's doing this, he's probably fucking the dead bodies too. Like right. yeah, okay, well, well, well <laughs> like I don't know. Not
0: another line that you don't cross and come back from.
1: No, you know, at least I, mean, I wouldn't I, think so. <laughs> I
3: don't know. I don't even want to think about that. Yeah,
1: so. Let's see, does anyone have any standout things before I go into his guilty verdict and we I get do. kinda Yeah, go, Lauren.
3: So what about when when they decided not to answer his letter and he called them? Oh my God! Uh. That was creepy. That to me screams guilty. Yeah, right. like he wants attention. Yep. For this.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's been t-
3: he he was like mad. Yeah.
1: Excuse me. I wanted to make sure you I got wanna, my email. Yeah, it's been
3: over two weeks <laughs> per my last email. Yeah. What? yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, like. And, that and they to me even,
3: was almost one of the scariest parts because it just to me is screaming, I've done something and mm, I want and you I to pay attention, attention to yeah. me and I want you to be asking me for an interview right? and because, don't back down. Right, because... because I
1: have a certain narrative that I want to show mm-hmm. the world and the only way I can make sure that's done well is if I give it thought by putting it into writing mm-hmm. because it's just the same reason why sometimes like a text message or an email or something is easier than a face-to-face conversation right. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. because you can read through it, you can kind of, you know, think about what you're going to say. You can rewrite it if you want, Mm -hmm. you know, delete it or or edit it or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, he was going, this is the story that I want to tell. And it's very meticulous and it's very thought out. And, you know, it's cryptic. It's got the scripture in there. It's Mm -hmm. got all this stuff in there. It's written, you know, writing in the columns. Some things are circled. Pictures. Yeah, drawings, which, Mm -hmm. you know lends itself to every horror movie. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of the movie like seven when uh, Kevin Spacey's character has all his, you know, manifesto or or notebooks or whatever, and they're all scratched in and drawn on and, you know, Mm -hmm. written out and, you know, it's, it's right out of the pages of a horror novel. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I, I'm in complete agreement that once, and they even said like, we're not going to answer him and see how he responds.
3: Right. Yep. And he called them. Can you imagine Can you, getting
1: getting the him. phone call that says from from Rikers Island? Right. No, and, literally. And like oh. Uh, this is
2: a collect call this from is a collect Rikers, Rikers Island. Call. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to
0: accept? Could you also imagine pissing off fucking the boogeyman? Yeah, literally. literally. Shit. <laughs> like, I think we Oh, you don't want to you don't want to answer my my fucking my letter, huh? I wrote right. it out. So I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Some, and, yeah. and did he, yeah. They made him leave a
3: message? You yes. didn't right. talk to him? Like, right. have, Isn't that what you wanted to do this whole time is talk to He's this guy For my last right. voicemail. Right. So like,
5: <laughs> mm, yeah.
3: did you call him back?
1: Yeah, how do you call yeah, what him back? How do you do?
0: call him back? Yeah, right.
1: They're going to meet oh you again God. with some fava beans. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a piggyback off
0: of what's going on. Yeah, it was the same shit where they said, they said that they never even heard that guy's voice. And then all of a sudden, those other two people were going to yeah. go meet him. And you're just like, all right, we're going to hear his voice. There's it's like, oh, he fucking stood us up. And yeah. then all of a sudden, there's like, uh, here's a voicemail from him. I'd be like, what the shit, you know?
1: Right. Come on, motherfucker. Didn't you want to talk to me? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That
3: part stood out big time yeah. to me.
1: Yep. Mm. Another thing. Yep.
3: Can we talk about what a goddamn angel Donna is? Yeah. Oh, Friends yeah. of Jessica the, or yeah, Jennifer. The, the,
1: the Sorry, lady Jennifer. That just that just never stopped yeah, searching. She mm-hmm. yeah. just never stopped
3: searching and she just she's took still off own. Own. I mean, as yeah. far right. as I know, I
2: don't know because if she's. She
4: has a, a heartfelt, you know, her son. Yeah. yeah right. You know, she's. That, yeah. that touches her deeply. I know when they showed so, the
2: footage of her son and right. she was like, this is like really personal to me. I was like, right. well, and she's like, she's I, so... my kids are all involved
3: because I couldn't leave them at home by themselves because I was scared to leave them alone. Like, God, what an angel! Right, and yes. she's still out there looking for him. As far as
1: we know, God yeah. bless you, Donna. Yep. Yeah, Donna, Donna.
3: the uh, fucking angel the lady.
1: Can you? I mean, okay, let's go the skeptic route here a little mm-hmm. bit. Yes, I I think it's wonderful that people do that, but she has to get some kind of a rush out of that, yes. doesn't she? Yes. No oh, I yeah. Because I'm going when she's uh, when she's got her you know retired police officer friend and they're going around and they're finding the like. They're like soft dirt, and going. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of stuff we would dig up, and you know, they're going through there. I'm going, oh my god! Like I used to live out in the woods, and I would walk around, Good and you god. know, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> right, so. yeah. Didn't really live out in the woods. You would yeah, camping I did then, right. No, I no, lived he
3: lived out in the woods
1: for how long? Twenty acres, man, for like a year almost. That's fucking amazing, dude! Like, did you live,
3: like a yurt. Awesome. It was a
1: little cabin. Yeah, I La- rented this cabin Where? in this. In, in Fort, Fort Calhoun. Calhoun, I only Did killed a couple people, but stop it.
3: <laughs> Just yeah. a couple bodies. Yeah, We've we heard that
1: thing. story before. But, wa- but walking around in the woods is fun. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, it, oh, absolutely, yeah. it is. And if you know, <laughs> if you know that you're going to be finding, oh, potentially
2: scary things, un- bodies,
1: uncovered dead bodies, yeah. and helping a police investigation. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I there's mean, also we can... like the wow. world's
3: craziest scavenger hunt. Like, it's yeah, like seriously.
1: So, toward the end of the film, we get some breaking news.
6: All news all the time. This is 1010 Wins. You give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world.
2: A guilty verdict 23 years after seven-year-old Holly Ann Hughes vanished from outside of her Staten Island home. Heroes, heroes, heroes,
3: heroes. He's a killer. He's He's a killer and a kidnapper.
7: Tell us where she is. Tell us where the other kids are. Can i'll help. go look for them i'll find them okay the other ones of course yes the speculation but we will make sure that those cases someday come to trial and that the rest of those families have the same type of justice that the schweigers and the Hughes have a out of weight is right off lifted off me right now you feel any feel sense better. any
2: closure about
6: the verdict well uh, you know what it, we it's not going to bring back hollywood you know that but um She's watching. That's enough.
0: Well, the killer had a lot of nicknames. The Pied Piper, Hannibal Lecter, the Boogeyman of Staten Island. His victims were among the most vulnerable. They were children. And tonight, prosecutors are making sure that predator stays behind bars.
7: 23 years ago, the entire city was transfixed with the image of an innocent seven-year-old girl who disappeared in the blink of an eye. Sadly, Holly Ann Hughes has never made it home. the conviction today does is assure us that Andre Rand will die in prison Andre Rand was sentenced 25 years to life for the kidnapping of Holly Ann Hughes he will be eligible for parole in 2037 he will be 93 years old
1: yeah so Rand that was the the news report of him getting his final conviction again 2037 so we're getting close
2: so he's still alive? He's, that's what I was just going to ask. this was made in 2009. It's been, it's been some time. It's been a long
1: time. I didn't look it up. I didn't, Did I'm going to Google it right now. So he'll be eligible in 2037 for parole when he's 93 years old. Uh, does anyone feel after watching this or any information you may have dug up before the show that Rand was just a scapegoat? That the man was just in the noose uh, when the lynch mob ached for a hanging? so to speak, an improper trial maybe led to a false conviction?
0: No, I think you mentioned it, though. What's that? Where, like, I, said, I think you mentioned it earlier, where he might not be a 100% doing everything, but he's for sure got his hand in it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. You said he's alive still? He's yeah, alive. he's alive.
2: He's like 74
3: or
1: yeah. something. Oof.
2: He is alive, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so the truth yeah. is that that we I mean we will never probably know the exact true story. Right. Which again, that's the power of the urban legend and that's what they said at the end of the film. The power of the urban legend is the fact that it never claims to be true. Right. Mm-hmm. The truth is a range of possibilities and it's the audience that must decide. Mm-hmm. So decide, audience, and good luck. Good luck.
2: Uh. So spooky. So, spooky. overall
1: takeaways how did we feel after watching this? Brian, let's start with you. Credits roll. How'd you feel?
0: Um, I am really disappointed Drunk? that in the entire movie, nobody said forget about it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, but, that was disappointing.
0: Yeah. You know, and then, like, I don't know if this is the appropriate time to talk about this. Did you notice that there was the other reporter named Dave Navarro? And I was like, he doesn't know how to play drums.
1: I did notice that I saw well, his name Andy and it
3: looked like Geraldo.
1: Yeah. I saw his name and I go, "Wow, Dude, he's changed." Like, you don't know how to give tattoos. He's changed. <laughs> Dave Navarro doesn't know how to give tattoos. He's ink master. Yeah. Ink master. I know.
2: Yeah. So good.
0: <laughs> but no, I really I enjoyed it honestly. Like I really like being able to watch like documentaries. Like I watch a lot of documentaries. Like I spoke to you, Jeff, yeah. uh before we even got on this. I was like, "Dude, I've watched a couple of the documentaries before and then I go through your list of movies that you've done or episodes that you've done. And I was like, dude, I've seen like at least five of those movies. Mm, yes. Heck yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I love, I love the documentaries. And then when you reach out, you're like, Hey, here's a documentary about a fucking urban legend. I was like, that's an amazing thing. Yes, sir. You know? So I really, I really did like, I uh, did enjoy the documentary because it's about, you know the horror and the the scariness yeah. of it and it makes everything that much more uh intense i guess if you could actually put yourself in those people's shoes
1: james how'd what? you feel after credits roll man <laughs> oh after credits rolls i'm like okay
4: i really was like uh i really wanted to talk about the legend like yeah. uh, uh like all the different type of ones mm-hmm. in New York City. This one this this guy did this this guy did that. You know, they kind of got it but they didn't get deep into it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah.
3: Did anybody else watch the other documentary that they did that does go into all of the legends called uh-uh. Killer Legends? Uh no, it's no, good. I highly saw that, recommend. Uh, yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Highly recommend. It's going to scratch your urban legend itch. It, it's exactly what you're talking about. Oh, okay. It goes into like the the Candyman. It goes into oh, yeah. you know the Halloween scare or whatever, where people are like X-raying. So does it their- yeah. just
1: talk about like? where they came from and why they started in that or is it no
3: it's the true stories behind, behind it so them? there's the urban legends okay, and then right. it, they like dig into it to see if things actually happen, like right. if They're these like, things actually happened Here we go yeah. right. so it's like the true stories behind it so like um okay, you know the one cool. where the babysitter's like oh the call is coming from inside the yes, house yeah, or whatever yeah. they kind of dug into that there's mm-hmm. there's yeah. like three or four, four maybe four or five urban legends that they you know, uh, the Hook Man is at cool. Lover's Lane or whatever. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's that. really cool. I recommend watching it. Maybe we'll do that for Halloween. I watched next that today.
2: It's yeah. that's a good a whole
3: year
1: from it's now. A whole it seems like year. a long way away. Listen, we'll
2: be we got doing an Excel spreadsheet. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: Weird. I just put I it on a, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lauren? Yeah. Feelings. What'd you feel after this? And were you sad? Were you angry?
3: Um, I feel like the satanic thing came up at the end, and so I was a little bit shaking my head, yeah, yeah. Um, just because I was disappointed that that. I mean, I knew it was going to come up eventually, it but it was a yeah. part of
1: the the story, whether or not. Well, it was and it, the kind right of that part,
3: time, yeah. I think maybe if it was made now, like if it was something from now, maybe it wouldn't have been such a big yep. thing. But yeah, yep. so I was kind of like, Ugh. but yep. other than that, I, I mean. It was a well-rounded yeah. documentary. We, we get, got we got the conclusion. Yeah, he's behind bars. You yeah. know.
1: Yeah, I mean that's and that's ultimately what we talk about a lot with this show is we don't get a lot of closure. And at this mm-hmm, point, like, right. yeah, we might not know exactly what happened, but at least we know someone's in jail mm-hmm. that probably had something to do with this. And and here we we sit. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. So, do we feel like it was well made, Molly? Was this? I mean, did you feel? Like, this was something that was pretty well put together?
2: Yeah, I liked it. Um, I It's two of my favorite things, like horror movies and true crime documentaries. Mm-hmm. So those are, that tickles everything that I need out of mm-hmm. anything. So um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was well-rounded. I did feel the lack of the explanation for the urban legend portion of things, right. mm-hmm. just because I like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting and cool, especially when they're based off of, you know, real things, because those, right. those come yeah. out of real scenarios and claims and everything like that like even the mothman like mm-hmm. yep. that's off of people you're a
1: cryptid freak you oh, like cryptid. i love it
2: don't don't even yes. get me started i love yeah. that. i love them i think they're so fun
1: yeah um, very
2: fun yes it's so fun we should do an episode on that yes <laughs> but yeah i felt like it was it was well-rounded i felt like i got a good conclusion i felt satisfied with the ending yeah um I, I just wish that it, you know, I wish that they would have actually spent 2 hours on mm-hmm. it not going to lie because I yeah. feel like I could have gotten into it mm-hmm. more if they spent another, you know, half hour mm-hmm. giving me more details. I I enjoyed the way that they, you know, went about everything.
1: Yeah. I felt, you know, pr- a little dark after this one. Yeah, you know, It was mm-hmm. especially so uh I know that several of us here have had some experience working around People with some special needs, Mm -hmm. and you know, James and I used to work at a uh, a skilled nursing facility, Um, and you know, we aren't the only ones who have worked around, you know, some special needs, and so it was hard for me to see that, you Mm -hmm. know, so that footage, the the what people went through, and what people are probably still going through Mm -hmm. after that, that hung with me through this whole thing, yeah, and.
2: Even replaying the clip, I was, like, yeah. picturing it in my head, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, God, it's just not something that you can wash out quickly.
1: Yeah, and but I was surprised in a good way. I really liked the documentary. I was, you know, skeptical going into it. It looked older than 2009, if yes. you yeah. ask me. Yes. Um, but I kind of liked, like, newspaper clippings and old news footage and yeah. things like that. So it was pretty – and the filmmakers weren't too terribly annoying. I mean, they we have seen a couple where – they kind of insert themselves yes. where I feel like, okay, you're just trying to be a movie star here. But mm-hmm. but I don't think that they were too terrible. Yep. Um, they did an all right job. Uh, I do think it was the best horror documentary we watched so far. Yes. Uh, in my opinion. So that's, that's good. Um, all right. We have come to the point in uh, our show. Damn it.
5: where we need to
1: rate this documentary with an official documentary rating each crew member scores the documentary on a scale of 1 to 10 items with 1 being as bad as having to spend 1 minute or more in Willowbrook State School when it was operational and 10 being as good as a nice thick Staten Island accent
3: still (laughs) Australian
1: (laughs) still Still
3: Sydney fuck Staten I think
1: Jeff and I Jeff and I need to have a,
0: yeah. a, a accent off.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Because both both Jeff and I, I think that we I don't think we could do New York accent. We only have we
5: one. Do, we, it's just it Australian or Australia. nothing. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I think if we had done this episode immediately after I watched this, it I probably would have done better. But yeah. Anyway, we did. After
2: you doing an Australian accent, I don't think I can pick up Boy, my New York again because
3: <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I, I'm going to go Australian. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's true. You
3: just I'm have like, to. You have uh... to say something like. Torky-a-mannery. right, and then um, you can um, get um, in. That was yeah. good. Man. Yeah, Long, so, Island.
1: <laughs> Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> yeah,
3: but it's a T on the end, <laughs> not a D. Island. Long Island. Park. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, <laughs> that's Boston. So the uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that's Boston. So the item that's used for scoring each week changes depending on the content of the documentary. And this week we will be using poid poypas.
2: Poid Poipas. Oh, I forgot pied that we were w- doing that. Not, not boogie woogie, woogie man.
1: Pied pipers. So, Brian, we're going to start with you, man, since you are the uh, spirit from the spirit box that we're listening to this evening.
2: Uh yes, uh, right, right here. I forgot
1: that we were,
0: were right here. Yeah. How many? Say, ask that clock. What's going on?
1: Yeah. <laughs> how, ma- how many Pied pipers and why? I would say I'd give it eight
0: because I've f- I love documentaries. Yep. But the most irritating thing with documentaries is when they talk to people. And they'll talk when they talk to the people, they say, Oh, well, I heard a story one time about this, or yeah. I heard a story one time about that. And it's mm-hmm. like, did you ever experience? And they're like, No, I never did. But and my brother's like, sisters, sister's aunt's cousin did. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and so every single person, even the fucking meth heads, yep. that were 17 <laughs> years ago, they found them, and every single person that they talked to was actually had their hand in the pot for the yes. documentary. Right. And that's why I give it such a great yep. Is is eight a great rating? Like I really yeah. I liked I liked it, man. I yeah. really enjoyed this fucking sorry. No. See, and that's when the curtain starts coming. When I get into like, you know, one and a half drinks in I was about but to say,
2: yeah. <laughs> really
0: enjoyed I really enjoyed it. And uh, eight because of those.
1: Awesome. King James, let's go to the other end of the spectrum and talk to uh, King James here. (laughs) How many Pied Pipers, man? I gave it four Pied Pipers. Why did you give it so many less than what Mr. Brian did? Do you not like good documentaries?
4: I love good documentaries, but (laughs) this documentary didn't tell the legend like I wanted to hear it.
1: Okay, so right. let me get this straight. Yeah. You scored it low because it wasn't what you wanted it to be.
4: Yeah. It turned out to be more, the decision said, let's, be, let's do a, uh, a documentary on this guy. And it left this left the uh, crossey out of
2: mm-hmm. it. Call and it Andre Rand instead of yes. crossey. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. That, that. would have been it. I can see that. That's where that they messed well. up mm-hmm. with me.
2: That's not as eye catching though, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean,
4: the beginning of it, they played it out when it uh, when it first came on. Like, oh yeah, I'm mm-hmm. rubbing my hands together. We gonna see some <laughs> stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's talking about this guy. He, he said I ain't do it, and they said, you did do it, and then. What, what, what happened to crops? Uh, Cropsey?
1: All right. Sister? Yeah. How many Pied Pipers?
3: I gave it five Pied Pipers. No. Five, See, now I went into it.
1: Pi- five, five, five,
3: five. Five Pied Pipers. I can't do it. Right pied in the middle. Was.
1: This is, this is, this is yeah. somewhere right in the middle of the best and the worst thing you've ever seen.
3: Right. I mean, I think I would have given it. <laughs> a better rating if it had been like james said more what i was looking for right yeah. because it wasn't the yeah, urban selfish
1: documentary watchers. well it was
3: <laughs> but but i i was sold on the on the um
1: on yeah. the urban, urban legend, legend part right. of it me too
3: and i yeah. i feel like if this had been called andre rand i agree we wouldn't have picked it for this day Probably not. so for yeah. halloween yeah. going into it being little edie i'm not yeah I mean it I didn't spook me out the way I wanted to be spooked yeah. out for Halloween. Right. Right. It's spooky. It's cra- it's real scary, yeah. but yeah. On mo- it was a little too real. Yeah. I wanted it to be the monster living under my bed. Yep. You know, you. right.
1: Yep. I got or that. Or in the woods. Can you, say, can you say monster again? Monster? Monster. Monster. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good golly, Miss Molly. How many paid pipers?
5: Still (laughs) Australian.
1: You sound like you're about
2: to wrestle a crocodile or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I gave it seven Pied Pipers, seven seven Boogie Boogie Mans. I liked it. I agree that it's definitely not on theme. uh, But. If we just take away the theme part or the fact that I have a witch's hat in my hand, yeah, um, then I really liked it. I rocked with mm-hmm. it. I like yep. the true crime. I like that it's half horror, half true crime. Yep. Um, I felt like it was, you know, like I said, well-rounded. I I gave it seven. Mm-hmm. And I can uh, suspend my distaste for the title of it and just choose to uh, retitle it in my own brain as the documentary of Andre Rand. Yep. And yep. the things that he did. The
1: Thank, end. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. are so welcome. So, so I gave this Pull seven. The things he did. <laughs> yeah. I gave I gave this seven Pied Pipers as well, and I think you know, I agree with you with both James and Lauren that yes. you know the the name was misleading. Mm-hmm. I told you earlier that I chose this because I wanted something spooky, and was there a scary part to this? Absolutely. We've talked about it. My skin crawled just you know while we were talking about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And. But I think the reason I the scored, other way. <laughs> yeah, I think the reason that I scored it a little higher was because it was almost like giving a a face to the real Cropsy, mm-hmm. where yeah. this is the type of stuff that builds these ur- urban legends. Yeah, is the mystery behind Andre Rand, the fact that he's so mysterious, the fact that he might not have been alone, the fact that all this, you know, all the things that they talked about in the film, that was what made maybe not made Cropsy, but kept Cropsy alive. right. Mm-hmm. So to me, it does still kind of fit into that. Spookiness. It, it creates the lore behind it. Could they have done a better job of you know explaining all that and maybe uh, you know presenting it in a different way? Um, probably. Mm-hmm. But I still thought it was it was at least worth seven. So after averaging everyone's scores together, the official documentary rating for Cropsy is six point two Pied Pipers. I want to thank everyone for listening to this spooky-ish Halloween episode this <laughs> <Bukie>. evening.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian, man, I can't thank you enough for joining us on the show. Uh, it was so much fun getting to chat with you. Uh, your podcast, <laughs> yeah, your, your podcast is is killer, man. Pun intended. So. <laughs> Keep it up. I need
3: to check it. I out I cannot now. wait. I'm gonna start listening. So, I'm the tape watching head. the tapehead one on my way home. So, so here's here's one
1: thing I would recommend, uh, knowing knowing about uh, Brian and Anthony's podcast. Mm-hmm. If you if you can, two things. One, I don't drink, but you should. I if will you're listening to it. <laughs> Not because, on my
3: way home, but when no. I get there. Right. But right, the
1: second I'm would drinking be, on the way home. The, the second would be if you can start their podcast when you have the movie on in front of you because they actually sit and watch it oh, that's and comment cool. have, along with it. So I that, have
3: it on DVD. I will put it in when oh I am on. Oh, my God. That's I, hilarious. Would, I definitely would
1: recommend doing that because that makes it that much is that more movie good? entertaining.
2: Should
5: I watch is that movie good? genuinely?
2: I've never seen it or mm-hmm.
3: heard of it. I mean, good is uh, not the word. Should I watch it? Yes, it's you should definitely
2: watch it. Okay, great, great, great. And I'll listen to the <laughs> podcast at the same time. I'm going
4: to check it out because I didn't know it was video with it.
1: Well, the videos aren't on it. They just talk about it. Like You can go home and push play on your streaming service and watch along with them or whatever. So anyway, go check out Berated B-Rated Movies wherever you find your podcasts. Um, Anything else you want to say about that, Brian?
0: No, I mean, we have our website, BeratedBeratedMovies.com. We have, uh, if you really want to fucking email us, I guess, it's (laughs) BeratedBeratedMovies.com. gmail.com and then everything else facebook uh instagram i really don't fuck around talk too much but it's berated b-rated movies you know like if you follow us or
1: follow us everything and are all there all, all kinds of blue haired bitmojis and things like that mm-hmm. sweet sister little yeah. edie thanks for being here helping you us for having me conjure up this episode <laughs> um That's so good. you people might have thought I was joking a little bit but you do get into some of the uh the I don't if if I say it wrong, correct <laughs> me. But into some of the spirituality, the tarot mm-hmm. stuff, the witchy um, shit, yeah,
5: yeah some of, the, the witchy some shit. of the witchy
1: shit. So tell our listeners if they want to uh, check out your stuff or get a reading by you yeah. or something oh, you like readings? that. Oh, yeah.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you,
0: we were going to yeah. start a podcast.
1: So are you where like she a does Wiccan
4: or are you, you, do you
3: do? No, I'm not a Wiccan. Okay. No, it's I don't believe Double in checking nothing.
0: stuff. She just, said, yeah. "I don't believe in
3: nothing." She's just <laughs> witchy. <laughs> no, I'm just witchy, and I and I like it. So yeah, I have a Facebook page, Tarot with Lauren, and I just started that up right now. At the time of this recording, anyway, all of my readings are donation based.
1: Mm. So yeah,
3: yeah. So I'm by just Halloween, trying to get... she's taking off. So get your
2: <laughs> again, things in now.
1: Yep.
3: Oh hell yeah! Right. Nice. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs>
1: All right. Vegas. So so check out Tarot with Lauren. Yeah. Uh, as always, thanks to the the normal crew, Molly, King James. Hey. Uh, you guys hey. are the best. If I had to go sneak around in the the dark tunnels of an abandoned psychiatric hospital, I'd probably take you guys along with me. I'd probably stay outside. Especially James. <laughs> I'd make no, you no, go no, first. No, you know James. <laughs> I,
5: <laughs> James would be I ain't at home. going nowhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right, so let's talk about next week's episode. For next week, since it's still the Halloween season, uh, Halloween would will have just been a couple days ago for that episode. We're going to keep it weird, but instead of murder, we're going to focus on a little nudity, a little poop, oh. yes, and a little it's punk my rock. My
3: favorite, the one thing in this world I don't hate: poop, poop, and punk rock, and punk rock. Uh, we're going on stage
1: with one of the. <laughs> that too. With the one and the only Gigi Allen in the documentary from 1993 called Hated, Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies. Has anyone seen this documentary?
2: No. I googled it when I saw it on the spreadsheet, though.
1: Does anyone know (laughs) who Gigi Allen is? I do. I do. Uh,
3: My fiance is a huge fan. Well, Very knowledgeable. <laughs> okay.
1: That tells me everything I need to know about your fiance. <laughs>
3: what
2: decade is that from? Gigi Allen?
3: 93.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Brian, are you, a, 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 are you familiar with Gigi Allen? I am not, but just based off of yeah. that reaction. So go. So so <laughs> go. D- e- poop and punk rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Go out, check out the documentary Hated Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies before next week's episode. It can be streamed on Tubi. Um. A, a warning about that one it's not it's not the most uh, pleasant thing to watch so don't watch it with your kids around there's a lot of micro penis oh. there's a lot of dookie <laughs> oh, there's okay. a lot of uh a blood uh-huh. and, and a little bit of uh a little bit of nazi racism which is oh jeez oh, so um Co- what
0: a- they don't focus on that
1: blood and nazi racism yeah so take that for what okay, you want maybe,
3: maybe cut out that part about Zach being
1: a huge
2: fan <laughs> no uh, huge fan of just the funny parts of right, it and not the Nazi yeah. races. just the fun punk
3: rock parts yeah.
1: yep. uh, tarot yeah, readers don't, I don't, don't think...
2: marry Nazis don't right. worry yeah,
1: no, no, no. I don't, I <laughs> no, don't think no. most people knew that about about him or I don't know uh, I, I hate to put things out there but anyway that's next I, week Yeah. as I said at the beginning of the episode <laughs> rate and review our podcast follow us on all the shit if you've been listening this long Please go to our social media or YouTube or something, and and I need you to comment one word. Brian, give us a word. First thing off the top of your head. Nuts. 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 The word is nuts. Nuts. With a Z. With a Z. With a Z. N U T T Z. Oh, two T's. Ooh. Yep. Like nuts
3: butts, only it's nuts. Yep. Okay.
1: So, if you if you go to our social media, you use the word nuts. We will give you a shout out on one of our future episodes. Nuts. Yeah. It's, next week, join us as we take off all our clothes, big take a big old steamy dump, and perform cor- Wow. Coprophagia. Do one documentary over? at a time.
3: What does that mean? Yeah,
1: oh, oh. Oh. You should, you should
3: I don't, you should no. watch that documentary uh, next week.
1: Coprophagia <laughs> is the consumption of feces.
2: No. Ew. Yep. Don't like it.
1: We're in for a treat. No, yep.
2: that's not a treat. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: So on behalf of Brian from Berated B-Rated Movies Podcast, my sister and spiritual guide, Lauren. Oh,
3: yes. Good,
5: that's
1: good. golly, Miss Molly. yo King James himself, DJ over there in the post-production booth.
3: He's invisible.
1: (laughs) And the entire documentary family. I'm your host, Jeff Kolaski. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you keep your minds open. Be kind to each other. Stay spooky keep you know your your hands clean and use sanitizer and don't murder people but wipes and things don't murder people yeah, that, when you're playing music the
0: golden rule it's the golden
1: rule that's yeah. right shit on people the way you want to be shitted on yes <laughs> all right welcome to wow a
3: different i'm i am going to stitch that on a pillow